Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. Helen Shivers, did she make it? Does she die? Does she go into hiding? Does she just never want to talk to Julie James ever fucking again? <laughs> Guys, we are going to be talking about the iconic, the, 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 the moment that made Sarah Michelle Gellar a scream queen. The Helen Shivers chase scene from the 1997 movie, I Know What You Did Last Summer. All of y'all motherfuckers better have seen this chase scene, even if you haven't seen the whole movie, right? Right. It's oh. it's if if you haven't go just watch you can you can find that clip on YouTube just watch that clip that's all you need that's the best part of the movie. So the thing that I feel like you and I talk about a lot even with like mm. you know like X and Scream Five which we both loved that we like miss chase scenes and this is like oh. just such a good chase. Scene. Listen, that it doesn't matter what you fucking think of this movie. This was a, right. a, it was an iconic movie for the '90s slasher craze, right? And this is an iconic chase scene that itself is its own movie i was pretty sure this was like a 13 minute scene it's about eight minutes if we're just like it depends on where you're starting and stopping we are considering it starting what about where the cop dies yeah like when she's parked in the back of the seat of the cop car i think you and i on this yeah. podcast have even said god that chase scene's like 20 minutes like i think both of us we lied like, we lied and oh, it, end, it ends where she makes it to the parade and they save her um right. <laughs> yes okay so i have this sort of chasing broken up into a couple different sections that we're going to talk about here. We're going to talk about the sequence as a whole. We're going to talk about the performances given. We're going to talk <laughs> about the sets, the stunts in the chase scene. And we're going to talk about the costumes to kind of finish this out. I feel like that's a nice finisher, you know, right. a little cherry on top. Zach brought his notes. Oh, Shit. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So let's kind of go through this sequence for a second. Okay. We start with the, the cop, Mayberry ass reject. Getting his shit rocked by the fishermen. And Sarah Michelle Geller is locked in the back of this this cop car, right? Um, and she immediately jumps into action. She's like, all right, how the yes. fuck do I get out of here? Like, immediate. She, she does think she's Buffy for a second. because She's about to, like, rip the cage out. She's like, I can't do that. Can't do that. My, <laughs> my biceps don't work in this movie. You <laughs> yeah. know? I don't have faith here to, like, kick it through with me. Um, <laughs> she fucking takes her fucking stiletto, her little heel, and slams through that, that, that window and... and you love to see the, it. All the glass, right? I think her her kicking through the window actually, to me, is because she, you, if you think about it, she's jumping through two windows in this chase scene. Two windows. Yeah. I think this one hits for me a little bit better just because of how exciting it is, right? Leading up to it, and like she has to kick through the glass to get to get out. I don't know. I just it's cool. Like you know, we're gonna say a million times she's not Buffy, but like you see yeah. her as Buffy, and it's cool seeing like. She's like this prom queen who like still is like ready to jump into action. Oh, yeah. And that's oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. And she runs through like their little town square, all yeah. of the little places. Okay. She's like she's running. She's running. And I when you when I when we say she's running, she's like full full throttle speeding. Her hands are going and everywhere. Has it going everywhere? She runs to the store and uh, pleads with Elsa. The door is locked, right? Because it's after closing time. She's like pleading with her sister, Elsa, to open the fucking door as this the, guy is coming up behind her. The panic in her voice. Fuck. Yes, and you actually mentioned while we were doing the reaction video to this um, that this was very similar to Halloween. I have never noticed that, and like it's so obvious too, right? It really is obvious. And Halloween's my favorite movie, but I'd never noticed like how wait really on the nose that is. Huh. Do you guys think that was what, what? What was your question with that? I, I asked if you thought it was like an on purpose homage or just like because of yeah. the chase scene and Halloween kind of like originated that shit. Like 
it's fucking good. And like, we need more of that where the guy is like walking super confidently right behind. Shit, the girl's running or guy. I could do a himbo too. Um, <laughs> just running. They need to get, you know, and Elsa's, Elsa's, she forgets the key. It's like all this moment of panic, right? Um, and she's, she's at Elsa's mercy. She gets inside the store and her ass is, is she bosses up real fucking quick. She tells Elsa, yeah, go lock the doors. Do it. Oh, damn it. Do it. Murderer. Do it. She should have just killed Elsa herself because it, Elsa slowed her ass down. Uh, <laughs> she goes upstairs. She calls the cops. Elsa goes in the back to, to lock the door. And the killer is already inside, right? It's just super creepy. Um, he kills Elsa, and she hears Elsa scream from downstairs. It's a the, very good kill. This store whole part is, is is really really good because of the the song that's playing right and the natural sounds like uh, the, sco- the you know the orchestra score is okay and it's really like it you know slasher stuff but I think the sounds that really like make it work are like the ceiling fans whirring and then there's um I had to look up what song this was because I I didn't, don't I'd never heard the song it's Two Wiki by Hoover Phonic did do you know that one you're a nineties like teen. <laughs> no i mean maybe i i don't even pay attention to this i just know that there is music playing but yeah. maybe i don't know two wiki is playing and it's echoing throughout the store she goes downstairs and there's all these mannequins that are just i don't know who does the do do people do this to mannequins i think so yeah what do you mean do they why do to cover the mannequins everybody do cover the mannequins at the, at the end like in jc penny it's, <laughs> it's so that it's like at, i think it's like when they're not i don't know because they're Oh no, she is. A, she, you're right. She is on the, the the floor, the sales floor. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I don't know. It's because all upstairs they're all covered. And that makes more sense. But like down here, they're all covered as well. And the fisherman, like you can spot exactly which one is which one he is too. And you st- stare at him, and you still think it's going to be some sort of fake out or something. That's actually what I like is that you can clearly tell it's him. Yeah. I like like that you're like, and she's looking at it. She does like, too. She knows it's him. She's like looking straight at him and she's like, I love her. Oh, we'll get to her performance. But like, I love that she can see that is him. Uh, he jumps at her. He fucking tackles her and she takes off and she finds Elsa's body. She goes upstairs. She gets on the elevator and it's like pulling her. Um, she gets upstairs and he chases her up there and she jumps out of the window and goes into the alley, you know, and Listen, Almost, but that jump is a hard jump. It's like, a hard jump. Lands. It's a hard jump. She lands. I can see where they tried to cushion it for whoever <laughs> was going to lay there for anybody. Um, she's going through this fucking alley, and she like nearly makes it to the stamp parade. Uh, uh, nearly so makes nice. it to the parade. It's so like nice. it, it needs a rewrite, a re-edit. <laughs> I think somebody should go back 20-something years later and re-edit the shit and make her. All they have to do is during the when Julie's trapped on the boat, take her body out of that. Right, like cut it, and we could say she survived. Kirby survived. We can say Sarah Michelle yeah. Gellar survived. We can do it. Um, put Kirby and Helen Shivers into a movie <laughs> together. That's what I want to see. <laughs> but no, she died. Um, as far as sequence goes, I think all of these elements really add up so well. And the movie is like a really shaky movie anyway, right? Like a lot of the sometimes the the plot points don't really connect with each other. I still don't know who the fucking killer is. I know it's Ben Willis, but I don't understand how. Um, <laughs> I barely understand what Anne Hache has to do with all of that. Like she, she's just they're cutting up. She's cutting up fish. They, they said they said give us lesbian Anne Hache, and she's like, huh? I got my I got my my what is it? My apron. She's Her like, potato sack. Don't like. you come around here no more. You here? You here? <laughs> she recognized a couple of lesbians in Julie and, and Helen. The whole sequence of this chase scene, I think they just connect so well, right? And it's yeah. really 
well paced and it is such an exciting ride while you're watching it there's no moment where it like lulls or like gets yeah. too slow or i'm kind of like ready for it to go and ready for her to die i'm like wanting her to make it to these yeah. fucking fireworks in this fucking band right like i'm like championing it we, we were watching it for the reaction i like i i couldn't i couldn't contain myself because i wanted her to make it so bad you know <laughs> yeah it's just like the the way that it's really hard to do a chase scene like that. And they mm -hmm. even intercut just a little bit of Julie. Yeah. And like, they do it so well that it's like, fine. Right. It's just like real quick. I forgot Julie was in there twice. She's in this chase scene twice. She's Julie is running around the whole place. She's looking for Helen. She's looking for her friends. It's like, Julie, the pageant was over hours ago. Yeah. Like, I know your house is like walking distance from this shit too. I've seen the set. Okay. <laughs> I want to re I really want to like read the, the script for this part because i wonder if it like flowed as well in the script as well yeah you know? yeah because it does just flow well um and all of the elements are really really good so let's go into performances a little bit sarah michelle geller i'm speechless speechless oh ian and zach are gonna talk about sarah michelle geller again who who <laughs> who who's that who that um okay scream queen Absolutely incredible. Sarah Michelle Gellar, please do more horror movies. Like, we need them. We need this performance from you, okay? Her screaming, Just let's just talk about her scream for a second. And she, we get plenty of screams in this chase scene. Blood curdling. There's like a texture to her screams as well that are and really that's nice. Like, that's a talent. That is a fucking talent. Being able it is to, a talent. Like, yeah. Because not everybody can do it. I my own acting experience when I was in my fucking book trailer, I couldn't scream. Like I would try to, and it would just like, wouldn't, it would be like, ah, we and will like, see Paris Hilton's death scene in house of wax. At some point we'll probably cover it as well, but her scream is terrible. Great scene, but such a terrible <laughs> scream. It really is a talent. And Sarah Michelle Geller is so good at it. However, it does look like it's very painful for her to do. Every time she's screamed, I'm like, oh, oh, it looks like you're going through something. And I wonder how many times they had her do all of that. Um, I bet one take and she got it because it's Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> I don't know. She she does. She opens her mouth. She screams. One of her eyes goes a little bit smaller than the other one. It's just. <laughs> you pause it. You pause it and you tell me one of her eyes isn't the size of a peppercorn. <laughs> <laughs> listen she's committing she's fucking perfect she's fucking perfect flawless um she literally fought for her life in this damn movie more than anybody else in this movie did and she deserved to get she deserved, she deserved like it. she goes through stages in this so i like kind of i kind of broke it down for myself um at first she's fucking hasty she is like she is speedy she is running she's running at full throttle she is you know jumping out of car windows and all of this and she runs right up to the storefront and when she has a moment to like stop, um, it's like it's like when you're running on adrenaline, right? And then and then all of that adrenaline kind of like pours out of you, and you're like, you've, like hit, you've hit a wall. Yeah. When she's on the phone, she's hit the wall, right? Yeah. She's a lot slower. She is very hesitant to do anything. She's also surrounded by uh, when she was outside, she can run any direction. Right. When she's inside, she's like surrounded by all of these different. Like nooks and crannies, anywhere the killer can be. Mannequins. <laughs> Mannequins. Mannequins. Um, <laughs> and Sarah Michelle Geller just like sells it with her facial expressions, right? Like Sarah yeah. Michelle Geller is so good at pulling face. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's like, think about like in Scream 2. Yeah. That's all her like facial reaction. She barely like talks once it's like, and like, 
she's just she's just so good ian and zach this is ian and zach talking about how great sam Geller is because that's all we talk about and like she just always commits and she's not phoning this shit in and she makes a final girl that could have been one dimensional like so much more interesting or not a final girl but you know what i mean like a a victim but she couldn't have been right at the time which is like so such bullshit because she was the pageant queen so she the pageant queen dies okay you don't get to be pretty and 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 make it to the end of this movie uh they even have to give her a whole scene where her hair gets chopped off because you know killing the vanity there um but she was so much more dynamic than the julie character again not jennifer love hewitt but the julie julie was boring she got two movies she got two movies and sarah michelle geller couldn't have made it back at least we get a picture in the second one right (laughs) (laughs) she's good she takes her fucking heels off she's running barefoot barefoot and this like green dress and she um there's the moment where she's going through the mannequins and she like stops and she's kind of turned towards them and she's looking and she does the like she does she does this in a lot of her acting roles that i and i fucking love it when she she's it's like you can see the gulp right it's like put her head down a little bit she gulps a little bit and her eyes are just like cut up to whatever she's looking at and i fucking love it it sells me i'm like ah ah I love Give, that you're you're citing specifically that. <laughs> listen, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Oscar win. Give it to her. Give it to her. I, I, I saw somewhere that Kate Winslet predicted. She said, I have to play somebody in the Holocaust or a Holocaust movie in order to get an Oscar. I guess we have to put Sarah Michelle Gellar in a Holocaust movie to get her some sort of something, recognition. Because where's her recognition? I We always talk about people in horror actors in horror never get the credit that they deserve for acting in horror right okay she goes through like three different emotions in this one eight minute scene it's a lot it's a lot this was a late night for her throughout the <laughs> 90s and early 2000s all they had sarah michelle Gellar doing was night shoes. right <laughs> and every project i don't, I don't every think she project. ever slept at night <laughs> oh, she did the family friendly scooby-doo is still still at night all of them at night just night nighttime shoots <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, uh, she just, yeah, we do talk a lot about, the, like, women in horror don't get the recognition yeah. that they deserve. And, but, like, Sam has done other things, but she's just so good. And, like, yeah, I, you know, and I mean, she is really good in, like, The Grudge. But, like, I want her in, like, a movie like this where she is the final girl. Like, that's yeah. what I want to see. Like, yeah. a Scream, I know we did last summer, type horror movie where, like, she is the final girl and, like, fucking fights at the end you know like do you think it's just not fun for her you know because i mean we even got her in the grudge which was she had a great outfit great hair great kind of storyline but her like final climax was a little underwhelming but this was like make it to the parade and then we like see a scene a post scene with like an ambulance and she's sitting being surrounded by like police officers and like you know bystanders and stuff like that that would have been perfect that would have just been something um i also love that after the one year later tom jump uh after they they, they hit somebody with the car she's a lot meeker right yeah. and like her sister is able to walk all over her and kind of put her down a lot and as soon as she goes through those store doors you know um yeah at, she's like while she's being chased she fucking is about to backhand elsa and i'm like <laughs> do it do it this is the honor to elsa okay backhand the bitch i feel like you keep making frozen references i i couldn't not she has a she has a side ponytail that goes over the shoulder okay was nobody else seeing this oh, i don't know um <laughs> i've seen frozen once and i didn't see the sequel muse watson as the fisherman i also think this was i've never really like looked at his performance all that all that much but i think he's really good and i had to, I, I was thinking maybe this was probably probably a stuntman right but i couldn't find any credit for a stuntman doing this work oh really 
So mm. I, it might have just been him. Um, yeah. He is tough. He, when he's walking towards her, I'm terrified. I'm scared, you know? When they do the whole reveal of Ben Willis and stuff like that, it takes a fear out of it a little bit. But, like, when he's walking towards her and she's, like, at the storefront trying to get through and he's walking, like, so confidently in such a straight yeah. line towards her, it's fucking terrifying. It does, his, his like, slow walk does rival Michael Myers, I think. That's a bold statement coming it from It is. You, I don't know if it bests it, but it's a big I feel like you did, like... A bunch of coke before this recording. I've ever, I haven't seen you this like amped I'm up. I'm just in like forever. so. I love this scene. It, it. This is probably one of my favorite chase scenes in all horror movie history. It is so good. Um, the whenever the fisherman is like swinging his arm, you know, whenever he's like trying to cut at somebody or swinging his arm. Do you notice how like forceful that is and how like brutal? It's it's also very like stiff, right? It's like yeah, like it's sleeping. Like, like there's yeah. power behind it. When he like backs her up into the tires, you know, his swings at her, I can like I feel them. You know, it's 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 a lot. Um, which week. I which I did read, um, but I think it might have been IMDb. So who knows if it's true that like they had to t- have Sam Scheller tone down her blocking because oh, yeah. she does fucking oh, block. Oh. That first, it's like she's like, no, motherfucker, not today. <laughs> right and back like, to her performance. She really does do this. And I think it was like some sort of instinct. I don't know. Because she does like right up and it's it's that is that is some martial arts training, right? Right. There, like she does. She even pushes him out of the tires at one moment, like with such force that he has to like go back in. But like he's yeah. still as forceful. Because, like, if I tried to block like that, it would probably be, ooh, there's a hook in my arm right now. I know. What she needed to do was push him back and say, hey, square up. Put the the weapon down. Let's square up. Come on. Come on. Helen (laughs) Shivers versus the fisherman. (laughs) (laughs) I think she could have. I think she could have. She got her shoes off and everything. Takes the earrings out, you know? I was was about to say, she got to take the earrings out. (laughs) Throw the crown off. The movie would have been over. Done. Okay. (laughs) Fuck Ben Willis up. Um, Bridget Wilson as Elsa. She's, you know, she's good in it. She's good. She, she is, does yeah, she yeah. does what she needs to do. She's rolling her eyes as Helen's there. But then I also really appreciate, again, females in horror. I appreciate the like little bit of hesitation and anxiety we can see yeah. from her when she her sister's screaming like she's been attacked. She doesn't want to admit it or give her any sort of like room to right. be anything, but she is like nervous herself. Yeah. And then goes she's back. Like a little, yeah. And her scream was okay. It was a good. Yeah. Good yeah, scream. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's like a pretty that's like a she gets, I feel like, of the more well, no, I guess the guy from Big Bang is like mm-hmm. in his neck, in his like chin. Oh yeah. But like those are like two pretty brutal deaths for side characters when the main characters who two of them do die get like more like in the shadows. Murder. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, let's move on to sets. I love I, I the town square is really good. I like seeing her run through the town square and like it's it's such an open space, right? But like there's nobody to help her. Well, that's why I also that's another reason why it feels like an homage to Halloween too, because she is running through this like empty open parking lot and Michael's just like confidently striding towards her. Um, And that's what this feels like. It's like, because like, right, like open space isn't scary, but then you can make it scary. And in this, this moment when there's like absolutely no one in this open space, it's like, what do you do? Run around in circles to get away from him? Like you can't like, yeah, he's gonna see you. Like, it, it, I think things like that are terrifying. If you've listened to any of this podcast, you know that I I always find anything like true crime very terrifying, and this feels true crime to me. There's a story about Kitty, uh, a woman named Kitty Genovese, who who was like, you know, all of her neighbors in this apartment building could hear her screaming for help and like trying to fight off this attacker. And it reminds me of shit like this. It's like the the opening, yeah. you know, the open space where you know somebody should be around to help. Um, 
and there's maybe somebody in the distance who's seeing this, you know, pageant queen race into the, but like, what do they do? You know? Um, and I, I, it was good. That was good. I'm glad we spent more time in the store because I thought the store is a fantastic set for something like this. Such a playground. We love a playground when if you're doing a chasing. It's different and it's different. Yes. Cause we don't get a whole lot of like establishment stuff. You know, you get a lot of houses, suburbs, you know, things like that, a graveyard maybe. But you don't often get like an establishment like this. And in a horror movie, you need a playground for the chase scene, for for just various scenes, you know, all of your action stuff. And this is a playground. You know, we have the elevator, the yeah. lift. We have um, the 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 row of all of the mannequins. You know, you have the back room. You have the the top. You know, area of this store, it just all fits together so well. And she's, I love when they use a space like this where she she goes upstairs and she goes downstairs and then she has to like and climb on elevator. top of yeah. something. Yeah, like when they're playing with the space and she's like climbing and like, I fucking love shit like that, you know? I always think with stuff like that, like one, one of the writers or someone like worked at a dress shop like that and was like, wait a minute. Yeah. That would be a cool, like, you know what I mean? Or like someone had a family member who owned a dress shop where they like went in the back room and they're like, wait a minute, this would be cool. Yeah. Do you remember in, in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake with Jessica Biel? Um, and she goes into like some abandoned house and she's like crawling through walls and stuff like that. See, again, like I, I that's what I'm talking about is I love just playing yeah. with the space. It's so good. Um, I love that the story is so quiet except for the music, you know, the music that's playing over the speakers. It just adds to it right and again true crime as fuck like this setting is very very true crime and i feel like that's like not that i'm that in the true crime but i feel like that like the fan detail is something i could hear yes. in a story where it's like all they heard was the fan humming and then they were slashed to death like right so good the fan so good it's such good like background noise you know um then she goes out into like we have a couple different alleys, right? We have the alley, with, <laughs> yeah, with the police, and then we have the alley. This that is she... like Sunnydale. There are so many alleys, <laughs> <laughs> but these are good alleys. The alley, uh, the alley stuff is good. It's not as good as the store stuff, but yeah, yeah. I, still... I love that the alley is like n- there's no hope, right? Um, and especially the second alley she's running through, you see, you see like trucks, big ass trucks parked in there, you know, um, a bunch of trash. It feels like they really pack. In this whole scene, I think, they really pack in a lot of objects that cast a lot of shadow. Yeah. And the, like he could be anywhere. The tire detail at the end of the alley is fucking, like, so good. Because they all look like people to me, you know? <laughs> and I'm, like, still looking, you know? I think the tire place is really good because he can throw her into it. He can, like, slash. And it really does look like from anybody walking by that they wouldn't be able to see something like right. that. But it's, like, two feet away from you. Especially Again, with, like... Her behind the tires and him all in black. So it's like, oh, it's like a shadow, right? Like, And it's just bloody hands, like, up, up, appearing over. I remember watching that scene when I was younger and, like, being so frustrated that I couldn't see more of her when that was happening. And only seeing, like, the top of her head and, like, her bloody hands. And it, it, it's traumatizing. Traumatizing. I, I can remember the first time I saw that being like, well, no, she makes it, right? Like, he's just, like, we're not seeing her, like... We just saw her sister get like, you know, cut across the fucking face. Yeah. She's going to be fine. But then they show the blood like pooling out. Fucking wild, man. Like, uh, again, she fought so hard. She probably fought. We have to put her in like a top 
something list of people who have fought for their lives. Right, you know? yeah. And she like deserved to live, you know. Um, I feel like after this movie, she probably would have gotten really savvy about like setting traps and shit. Very like, you're next. She would have, and she would have been more like a Sydney Prescott Gale, where they're just like, "All right, we're doing this. Let's go." Like, I feel like she mm. would have been like a like. She would have had a gun on her. She would have been like, oh, I'm ready for this. Like, you're going to come attack me? Great. I have a gun this time and my heel. <laughs> That's really interesting, actually. That who, what, like, Final Girl Survivor would she have been more like? I don't know if I see her as a Sydney or a Gale, though. Maybe really? a Gale. I, I could do see a Gale more than more so than a Sydney because she didn't want to go she, into, like, journalism and stuff. Like, the reason I say Sydney and Gale is because I think she would have Gales, like, throwing herself into it, being like, all right, motherfucker. And like sassiness, but she would have Sydney's like preparedness to fight. Yeah. I think because I think she fought so hard in this. It would have taken her a couple of movies, at least one more movie, right? The next movie, maybe she, you know, things like that don't come back to bite you. You know, you don't know you're living in a horror movie. Um, so maybe she would have tried to either move on or I don't know. That's a really interesting one. I have never even given that thought. What, you know, what kind of final girl she would have been. Um, yeah, I guess we can kind of jump into stunts. Awesome. I don't care if it's the stunt woman or Sarah Michelle Gellar. There's just the stunts Helen Shivers goes through is is fantastic. I love her jumping through the cop's window and jumping into the glass, you know. And like also doing all of it in a fucking like pageant dress yeah. makes it so much more iconic, right? Yes, like, yeah, and it's it's like fairly long, so it like does restrict a little bit of your of your leg movement. When she gets up, when does she lose her shoes? Because when she gets up, after jumping out of that cop car window, she has her shoes on. She almost slips. I, I think it's when she's running across the space. Isn't that when they're in her hand or no? Is it? I don't know. Did she hold them in her hand? I don't remember her holding them in her hand. No, that would be don't. fucking hilarious. Though. She, she's got to keep would. the shoes. She's got to keep the shoes. You're holding your, your denim jacket with all your buttons on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gone. Clearly, I'm not that good at it. Clearly I not. <laughs> Clearly not. It's okay, though. She didn't keep her shoes either. Uh, but she fucking does that. You know, she she gets tackled. They really, like, put Sarah Michelle Gellar on the, on the fucking... They really made her ass lay down in that pageant dress on the floor of this store and, <laughs> and say, action, and then she has to get up. And when she gets up, she does, like, a full crunching of her abs sit up to get up you know <laughs> listen like i feel like while okay the buffy stunts it's not like it was like marvel movies or fast yeah. and furious like that still is a lot of work even if it's like not the best stunt work it's still a lot of work to do so mm. like she probably was in like pretty good shape you know what i mean like i wonder if she bruises easy because i i know a lot of you see a lot of like actresses working on horror movies and stuff, and they always show off their bruises from like these these yeah. action scenes. And they they aren't even doing the like, majority of these stunts most of the time, right? Uh, but they still get bruised up. And so I wonder if she got bruised up on this one. I would figure, um, yeah, jumping from another window, the second window she has to jump through in this. She falls eight so minute chasing. Falls hard. She's like almost hits her head on some wood. You know, they even show us that she's really disoriented, right? I think that gets lost on people and people are like, why don't you just keep going, you know? Or why don't you go this way or that way? And we do have to keep in mind that she was still disoriented probably. Well, and like, I don't know. I never like when we like hang too much on the like, ooh, they fell and now they're like, ooh. Like, yeah. I don't like when we like stay too long on that. Um, But you are right that like, 
would be true to like yes if a someone falls out of a window and lands in like garbage yeah and i guess we don't need another shot of her because if you if you just read the context clues right sarah michelle geller's acting in this she is showing that she's still disoriented you know her legs a little bit hurt she's walking she's barefoot she's still in like flight mode right still in flight mode but i can tell that this is again like right after she gets into the store she her adrenaline level goes down still you know and when she's going through these alleyways she's clearly like not able to tell which like i i could this is a town that she probably grew up in right so she's probably knows the ins and outs and she's still like i can even see it on sarah michelle geller's face that maybe she's like trying to figure out like where which alley would lead to like what street or whatever. And yeah, then she yeah. sees that's interrupted by the fireworks. And so she's like, go for the fireworks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, but like, it's still, it's, it's not like even disoriented, even all that. It's not, she doesn't make a stupid decision, right? She's still like, <laughs> she doesn't make any stupid decisions. No yeah. stupid decisions. If I heard, okay. I understandably like, this is where people get so frustrated is that she's literally steps from safety Okay, if you hear somebody behind you, you might, anybody might look still, because you don't know how close they are behind you, right? And you could, um, anyway, this could have played out. She could have, oh, he was in front of her, right? Uh, he was going to pop out anyway. He's going to pop out anyway. She thought she heard she, something. She, yeah, she then she, heard, she turns around to look behind her. There's nothing. And then yeah. he's right there in front of her, Um, which like. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, they do that in Scream sometimes. More so in this movie where it's like feels magical because it's like, how'd that man get? That is, a, <laughs> that is a middle-aged man who is not like, you know, he's not on a Marvel workout plan and he is like zooming around this very young in shape girl. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's doing some magic. He's, he's <laughs> opening portals to get to these fucking tires, you know, <laughs> um, climbing over the, over the, over the, over the buildings, dropping down into them. I want to know how he got there. You know, did like, people did he go through the see parade him walking? Yeah, like... He did. He had to have, you know, <laughs> um, but it also makes, it does make a little bit of sense just to defend it, that he would be more in his right mind than she would. Right. She's right, going through yeah, these alleys. Yeah. She doesn't, not really understanding where it goes, where, but he, he is a just, murderer. Like, this is where he outside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't jump out of a window. He just walks outside. This is the camera's not on him. Right. So he's like sprinting. He's like, <laughs> he's just, doing the like fast. And then when there's a crowd, he's, <laughs> there, he's, like, oh, <laughs> he's his uh, slicker is doing all of the, all of the, the angel coat stuff. It's just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go into costume. Speaking of slicker. Costume, costume. You want to talk about a costume for a final girl? That would have been iconic. It still is. Uh, still uh, is iconic. Uh, that dress and like it's weird because like it's very of the time, but I think it's still like a really good dress. Like I think it looks great on her. The color is great. It's like a, uh, and I mean this in the best way. It's like definitely like a choice to put her yeah. in like a metallic green dress, but it works and it looks good on her. And it goes with, it just goes with everything in this movie. There's one thing I will never rag on about this movie is the design of it, set decoration, costuming. It's all pretty solid. You know, this yeah. dress really does match pageantry. It's a very pageantry dress. It matches her haircut exactly. I it think really the short does. Length, it's like weird to describe too. I wish we had Cynthia on here to kind of <laughs> describe it for us because the short length of the dress matches her, the short length of her haircut, you know? Um, and then... The, the color is very, like, it's like fucking Little Mermaid. This is like, and, it, and they're by the water, you know? And, like, it just, the, it, like, looks good with, like, her skin tone, her hair color, her eyes. Like, it all, like, looks great. And it, yeah. like, also frames her figure in a really nice way. It does. And it's not, 
Oh, it just, it just, because it hangs a little bit too, right? It doesn't, it's not like showing off cleavage, but, but it like, does ju- have, like it, hangs a, here, it has yeah. a hang. It has like a, dra- it like drapes in a really yeah. nice way. It's just perfection. I, 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 I will say from having interviewed both Buffy costume designers, yeah. it seems like Sam Geller is pretty easy to dress. Like she looks good in a lot of things. And I Every feel day. like that makes sense, right? Because she does. <laughs> Put her in fucking like tall ass purple boots yeah. and she still looks good. I really don't <laughs> think there's a bad way to dress her. Um, she just has perfect face and perfect hair. And I think that like does something to whatever she's wearing, you know, because you think of every one of your favorite Sarah Michelle Gellar looks and the hair is like a big part of it as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, we talk about like season five and how good she looks and her, it's like her hair is like good in every single episode that season. It looks very like her hair always looks good, but it looks more like voluminous or yes. whatever. Oh, it's so good. The stress, man, the stress, like imagine a final girl being compl- consistent. Cause this is, this is the only read the- we need to do a little fixing here, okay? I think everybody respects this chase scene, right? But we don't expe- yeah. respect her enough to put her in pictures and artwork with other final girls. And I think we should change that. Make an exception for her because I don't see artists doing Helen Shivers enough. Hasn't Laz done a Helen Shivers? I think he has. I'm sure he has. Good job, Laz. Good job. <laughs> Get, send the, the, send the word out to everybody else because I don't see a whole lot of fan art of Helen Shivers, you know? Um, and that needs to change. I need a pin, Ian. Make a Helen Shivers pin. All right, all right. Um, I'll get on that. I need a Helen Shivers Barbie. Get on it, Mattel. <laughs> get it on it, Integrity Toys. I need something. Uh, uh, well, we have a Helen Shivers action figure. We do. We do. One. I just need it on a big, bigger scale, man. I need to play with the hair, okay? I, like I need to making, mess it up I, a little bit. I, I've spent a lot of time making Zach custom <laughs> figures, and now he's like, oh, no, thank you. I like the dolls. And I'm like, damn it, I can't make 12-inch dolls. <laughs> oh, I do have my Sydney zit- Glory. But see, but see, she's like hidden. She's like... You have a Gale coming to you. I would absolutely display a Helen Shivers if you ever just wanted to surprise me one day I'll say um, I, I, want, I wonder what happened to this dress if it ever went up for auction or anything like that I'll have to do a little googling because you see a lot of horror movie costumes going up you know Sydney's fucking blue cardigan and Scream 4 that was up for auction yeah, you yeah. know both versions of it the hero I version think, and the bloody version and all of Gail's ver- outfits in 4 were up for auction because I used those photos from the auction to paint yeah. the figures I did for 4 I I would let's we'll go in on it if it ever auctioned off. I feel like it couldn't go for all that much, right? It's not. Uh, I feel like it would go for a lot. Are you kidding me? I I feel like we'd have to drop like ten k out of fuck, no, fucking. That's not. I I would do it though. I would do. I take it out loan for that. I absolutely would. I totally would. I'm I'm saying like, especially after the the new Scream movie came out, I'm sure that. Uh, prices for if they'd had auctions for other like Sydney wardrobe that those probably went up right but this has to still be in the lower ballpark numbers I would think this is what probably has already been sold though if it because like Uh, son of a bitch it's probably the costume designer that actually has it too (laughs) just like Sydney hiding it in their closet (laughs) I know I I feel like whenever we go to LA together we've got to invade these like be like let's do it see what you have a whole trip just to like just to go and stock all of these costume designers (laughs) there's different pictures of us it's like now Zach's gonna pose in the dress I take pictures of you in the dress and you take pictures of me in the dress I'll do I'll do like little posable um get like a little tire display like 
That's our new My Bloody Judy photo. It's us and Helen Shivers. It would be a good one. It would be a good one. I'd go like this and you would go, you know, I'd be good, man. It'd be good. The I don't sli- know that. I think we might um, burst out of a dress made for Sarah Michelle Geller, though. She's probably a lot smaller. Than, She's very uh, tiny in this scene, too. Like her her yeah. size is very apparent in this scene. And the, and the fisherman's not all that much bigger than her, but she's yeah. still like... In the spaces that they put her in, I can see her size, you know? Yes, because in Buffy, it's harder to tell how, like, sh- clearly she's, she doesn't look, like, big, but she doesn't look as, like, compact. Yeah. But, like, in this, you can, especially once her heels come off, you can, like, see yes. how tiny she is. Well, yeah. I think in Buffy, they have to do a lot more. The shots are a lot closer, right? Yeah, Because yeah. the sets, there's limitations with sets and stuff like sets, that, but they're clearly yeah. shooting on location here that they can back the camera up and, like, get this whole wide wide shot, and you see yeah. how small she is. Um. Yeah, the fisherman slicker I think is pretty cool. Honestly, it's kind of it ri- works. It's fucking ridiculous. It, like <laughs> it's so ridiculous, but it is like kind of menacing, especially when he's like looking down. Like when he looks down at Barry after he hits him, and like we see that that shot looking up. That's creepy. And, and I, it works because you can't. I was gonna make a Stranger Things reference, but you haven't watched the new ones. But the the, I think something scarier when it's in the shadows than it is when it's like. Uh, if it's a full monster face or a full whatever, I think it's always scarier to be in the shadows. Yeah. Um, and like this fisherman kind of in the shadows, even when he's in broad daylight, right? Because it like the hat kind of flaps down yeah. and he has the collar up. So it's like there's this much space and it's just a shadow no matter what lighting he's in. Listen, the 90s movies, they were going for a hooded figure, a kind of hooded figure, urban legend, had the little opening right there in the in the snow jacket. <laughs> I was going to say, wasn't that a jacket? Yeah, the jacket. I just picture Rebecca's gay heart's big ass hair under that. <laughs> just like the little, she just said, <laughs> said this is for you, Tara Reid. <laughs> We got to do that on Tara Reid's scene and Urban Legend was pretty fucking good too. <laughs> I thought she was so hot back then because she was oh, always like yeah. a little bit alternative too. And like, you know, that's my jam. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, they make her a radio DJ. Her hair looks like a little piece. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect too. It's perfect. I miss Tara Dice. Did you ever watch Tara Dice? Her yeah. reality show on E where she just partied all the time. I missed that. Oh, right. I forgot she had one of those. I right? aspired to have Tara Dust moments in college. Eventually, you can uh, you can be Tara Reed. I'll be Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> we'll do that. That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> um, I guess the last outfit of this, of this whole chase scene is Elsa's storekeeper fit with her little over-the-shoulder ponytail and her little cardigan. Which so, works as like a like shopkeep, like sis- older sister. I think it They works. definitely dressed Elsa up. To, to be annoying as fuck. She looks annoying as fuck. The glasses are annoying as fuck. I just want to smack her. Well, they like they want her to be like the uptight, yeah. like older sister. And that's like, they convey that. It looks like the fisherman, because we don't see a cut. It just looks like he backhands her. <laughs> For being an annoying bitchy of a sister to, to, I, to Helen. I really only ever hear my grandma, because I can remember watching it with my grandma, because she had HBO, we didn't. And her, her saying, Undagarajo, as soon as he slashes her, because, like, it, it surprised her. <laughs> Even though it, like, builds up to it. You see it coming. It's happening. Jennifer Love Hewitt looks great in it. She looks great in everything she's in. But it's just, you see yeah. who the final girl, look, what the final girl looks like, and then you see Julie James. All right, and Julie Siri, Jane... play, play Adele rolling in the deep. <laughs> Ooh, my phone started doing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, even Julie James's name is, like, so, oh, it's Bob, Julie James. And Helen Julie Shivers James. is, like, a Helen Shivers? I'm like, who the fuck came up with that? 
It's Lois a good Dun- name. Lois Duncan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but, but it is a really good fucking name. So in, in the book, she's attacked by the killer, and she climbs out of her window, jumps down, breaks her leg, but a group of boys down below rescue her, and they, they save her. It's like a group of boys. I didn't know you read the book. I never read the book. Like a long time ago. This was this – was, I must have been a kid when I read it, probably reading it in like the fourth grade class or something. I just, uh, I put it on a display at work today because I like made a horror display in the YA and I was like, this book is short. I could read this. I don't even think I read the whole book. I read, I remember reading Helen's parts because I was so obsessed with Helen Shivers that That's I think really I read cute. all of her stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was so shocked that she lived and I was like, listen. Oh, you, oh, you didn't read it like before the movie you read it after after the movie yeah so i was very upset when i realized she lived in the book and did not live here but she still has a much better chase scene here right so i don't know what would you rate this chase scene out of what like what are we let's do out of five knives okay we just always do out of five knives first question what do you rate this chase scene and second uh do you think where do you think this is Sort of on the list. You don't have to assign it a number or anything, but where do you think this is on the list of greatest chase scenes of all time? Is this your greatest chase scene of all time? Uh, see, my my problem is greatest and favorite are just very different for me. Like I can okay. understand if something's better than the thing I say is my favorite, but like this is one of my favorite horror movie chase scenes. Okay. Um, I do think, I think a lot of uh, not gay horror fans, but like straight horror fans can kind of like shrug off a slasher as like, eh. um, or like a teen slasher, especially. Mm-hmm. But I do think this does like, I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of this movie in general. Like I do think it's good and enjoyable, but it's not yeah. like my favorite movie, but this scene is just so good. I wish it were longer. Like I'm, I'm bummed to learn. We have been lying to We were wrong. We, we lied to everybody. Everybody's been, Jared's been telling everybody this was a 20 minute chasing. <laughs> <laughs> and like i just i i wish i think it could be longer because she's so good this chasing could have gone on longer but i also get why they don't want to make a 20 minute chasing yeah. but for me that's like the best part of the movie right yeah i mean if they just switched helen shivers and julie james Hel- julie james could have died first and then helen shivers this would be the climax and it would have been yeah. a fantastic climax i think this is i give it five knives out of five knives absolutely yeah. um and this is my favorite ch- I, I guess you're 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 right saying greatest versus favorite um this is my favorite chase scene of any horror movie ever and i love the chase scene laurie strode's chase scene at the end of halloween you know i think it's so good but this is just perfection there's no part about it that I ever really have a hang I'm with. shook. I'm yeah. shook, Zach. Because I, but I do think like, I mean, not that we haven't been saying, but there's a lot to be said for like just Sarah Michelle Gellar, like bringing it because yeah. her scream two chasing is probably even shorter, right? Yeah. Isn't it like six minutes or five minutes. Yeah. I, I think, think if we, if it hadn't been Sarah Michelle Gellar, I think it would have gone down a couple notches. I don't think anybody could have sold it like she did. And yeah. I do think that she was made, her acting was made exactly for horror. I'm just sorry. It is. It is. I love and her I eyes are perfect for her, right? Her facial like, expressions, her eyes that she gets, she's, she knows how to, she may not be, you know, I've never really seen her do an accent, but she may not be a fantastic with an accent, but she can sure. pull face like nobody's fucking business, you know? And like, I don't know, man. That's just like, that's like such, such, so keyed horror, right? Yes. It's like being able to do that. You have to have a superior acting ability to do horror movies and sell it. Because like, I mean, and some horror movies do, like we, we do get Gail being quippy, but in the horror movies, mostly it's like, 
you you have to act with your face because it's like there is a quiet man chasing you unless it's like Nightmare on Elm Street, then Freddy's making like quips. But like most of the time, the person chasing them is silent. So they're just acting opposite themselves, right? Yeah. Because it's like, I have to be scared of this thing that isn't talking to me, but I have to like, and I'm not, I don't have dialogue. I just have to convey everything that's going on in my face. And she nails it. Every every time, every shot, every close-up, she nails every single part of it, okay? Everything, everything. So, yeah. Yeah. This is a fantastic superior chase scene. There, there. It's hard to find ones that are better. Um, I think when you consider a chase scene and whether it's good or not, you know, you have to consider what they look like, what sets are used, what you know, all of this, all of the different factors that go into it. And you and I both. This is a thing that we both, I feel like, agree on is that we don't like when the characters are just stupid. Yeah. Like I don't like a chase scene if the characters just like making stupid choices and she does not make one fucking stupid choice right like, she makes the choices that are right in front of her and she has a split second to d decide right obviously if she wasn't so disoriented if she right. was standing in the alley she had a little bit more time to think but she doesn't she doesn't she made she the decisions yeah. that were right in fucking front of her you know and you can see her again as she's thinking what to do she sees a firework and that's her decision that's her sign and that, that makes sense sent from satan himself a, a sign <laughs> <laughs> sent from the homophobic Satan just to punish the day. That was homophobic, wasn't it? Not. That was homophobic, <laughs> and it's 4th of July. Make sure to uh, go follow us on Twitter, all the things, YouTube, uh, TikTok, at My Bloody Judy. We're on My Bloody Judy on all the things. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next time.